morning. I hope you all had a great Labor Day weekend. You know how there are some stories that are just so wild, so miraculous, and let's be honest, just so downright cool that you never get tired of reading about them or hearing someone tell the story over and over? Kind of like the story of David and Goliath. That story gets told over and over, and it doesn't ever seem to get old because it's such an amazing event that happened in history. Well, we're going to talk about another one of those events this week. Can anyone guess who we're going to talk about? If you said Jonah and the big fish, you are correct. Jonah is a very popular story from the Bible because it's just one of those stories that's so miraculous that it never gets old. But apart from the craziness of the story, there are a lot of good lessons to be learned. And just like every other story in the Bible, the story of Jonah ultimately points the reader to Jesus. Jonah actually has his own book in the Bible dedicated just to telling his story, and it's rightfully called Jonah. The book of Jonah has four chapters in it, and since this week's podcast is only four days long, we're going to break down a chapter a day. Chapter 1 of Jonah starts out with God asking Jonah to go to the city of Nineveh and preach to them about how wicked they have become and basically give them a warning from God. However, Jonah refuses to obey God. Now, it doesn't outright say why Jonah didn't want to go to Nineveh, but later in the book of Jonah, it becomes evident that Jonah doesn't like the people there, and that's probably why he didn't want to help them out. Jonah decides to board a ship headed for Tarshish instead. On this ship, he tells the other members of the crew that he is running from God and that he goes under the deck and falls asleep. While he's asleep, a massive storm comes and everyone on the boat is worried that the ship is going to break. Since he had told everyone he believed in God already, the captain of the ship wakes Jonah up and ask him to pray to his God, and maybe that will help calm the storm. Everyone is trying to figure out what is causing the storm. They ask Jonah who he really is and what is going on. Jonah lets them know that he is a Hebrew man and that he worships the one true God who made the land and the sea. They believe Jonah, and they believe Jonah's God really does control the sea. So they ask him, how do we make this storm stop? Jonah tells them to throw him overboard because he knew the storm was God's reaction to his disobedience. The men didn't want to do it, but they finally knew they had no other choice. They threw Jonah overboard and then made a sacrifice to God and asked him to forgive them for throwing a man overboard, surely to his death. But God saved Jonah. Can anyone tell me how he saved Jonah? If you said a fish, you're right. God sent a massive fish to come and eat Jonah, which saved him from drowning. Jonah stayed inside that fish for three days and three nights. One thing I want you to see from this story is that when we agree to follow Jesus and we give him our life, he's going to ask us to get to work for the kingdom, meaning We don't agree to follow Jesus and then never have to do anything else for him. He asks all his children to share the gospel with others, to love others, and to help other people get out of their sin. 
In this case, he asked Jonah to go to a specific place for a specific reason. But Jonah didn't want to. Because Jonah didn't want to, there was a consequence for his disobedience. That can be true for us too. I will never say, if you don't do this, Jesus will for sure do this. Because that isn't the way our God works. He does whatever he wants. And he has a different plan for each and every one of us. He treats each of us exactly how we need to be treated to move us along in the best way possible. But regardless, it is a truth for each of us that if we say no to what God has asked us to do, there will be a consequence. Being obedient to what Jesus asks you to do is the best way to have the best life possible. And walking outside of His will for your life is the best way to find yourself in a mess, kind of like Jonah did. How do you think you would handle being inside the belly of a fish for three days and three nights? What do you think would be the worst part about that experience? Do you think if Jesus asks you to do something you don't want to do, you'll be able to say yes? Adults, has Jesus ever asked you to do something specific that you did not want to do? How did you handle it? 